One, two, three, four. Palapalooza. Palapalooza. We're talking to you. I'm Palapalooza. This episode of Palapalooza is brought to you by Top 40 Guitars and Santee. They sell all the big brands, including Marshall, Fender, PRS, Charvel, and Ernie Ball. They also do amp and guitar repairs with full setups for only $49. Top 40 Guitars is located right down the street from Palapalooza at 8774 Cuyamaca Street, Suite B. Learn more at top40guitars.com. We are the summer years. <laughs> Just coming, summer years. Coming at you. <laughs> Coming at you from uh, Palapalooza in El Cajon, California. Troy's flies down and that's all I'm going to be looking at the whole song. <laughs> all right. uh, this song was recorded a few miles from here. You ready? Yep. Here we go. Two, one, two, three. Time keeps moving on, but it's still on our side. Don't ever lose sight of who you are. You're bent to hell and back to get to where you are. You can't build a better future. Till we get older I don't want to give up on each other I'm gonna chase this life Chase this life I don't care, I don't care what they tell you Be yourself, be yourself, you'll get through This'll all be worth it on the other side Life has a way Of pushing you around And turning upside down it's like when you get very thing you want And it's not what you thought oh, oh, oh. You're more than your fears and failures oh, oh, oh. You know you can't live there forever I don't wanna wait till we get older Give up on each other I'm gonna chase this life Chase this life And I don't care I don't care what they tell you Be yourself, be yourself You'll get through This'll all be worth it On the other side And when there's nothing you can do Just keep on pushing through Give up on each other I'm gonna chase this light Chase this light And I don't care I don't care what they tell you Be yourself, be yourself You'll get through This'll all be worth it On the other side I don't wanna wait Till we get older I don't wanna give up on each other I'm gonna chase this light Chase this light and I don't care, I don't care what they tell you Be yourself, be yourself, you'll get through This'll all be worth it on the other side Gracias Wow, I didn't screw up any words No confidence Barely made it, barely made it Ready? I'm stuck spinning in this room While life goes on as usual I can't believe that I let this happen again This isn't the first time But I swear it will be the last time Are you listening? We fight so much that it makes me sick 
Did we let this get the best of us? Is this happening? These nights I feel like I'm slipping away Did we let this get the best of us? I let everything come to this My ship sinking in apathy I let myself think I could do this on my own This isn't the first time But I swear it will be the last time Are you listening? We fight so much that it makes me sick Did we let this get the best of us? Is this happening? These nights I feel like I'm slipping away Did we let this get the best of us? Let truth be my anchor, let hope calm my storm And your love be the light that takes this sinking ship and points it home Be my anchor, let hope calm my storm And your love be the light that takes this sinking ship and points it Truth be my anchor, let hope calm my storm and your love be the light that takes this sinking ship and points it home. Are you listening? We fight so much that it makes me sick. Did we let this get the best of us? Is this happening? These nights I feel like I'm slipping away. Did we let this get the best of us? Is this listening? We fight so much that it makes me sick Did we let this get the best of us? Is this happening? These nights I feel like I'm slipping away Did we let this get the best of us? Let truth be my anchor, let hope calm my storm And your love be the light that takes this sinking ship and points it Truth be my anchor, let hope calm my storm And your love be the light that takes this sinking ship and points it home Happy New Year from Palapalooza. We're here uh, under the Palapa with summer years. Make some noise. Uh, an amazing acoustic performance from uh, Nick and Mike of This Light. Thanks, Troy. You guys have Thank done you. that before. Haven't done that one acoustic? in a while. It's been a while. It's been a while. Especially My Storm. Yeah. The first song you released uh, as summer years, correct? My Storm? No, oh, this, this Light. light? This slide is the first song we released this summer yeah. years. Yeah. yeah, that's right. And we'll talk about that. I broke down the lyrics, and we're going to get all into oh, that, buddy. Oh, nice. Yeah. Love it. But uh, a happy new year. I want to start. We, we got all sorts of new things, dude. New hair. New hair. New body. <laughs> new, <laughs> right? New name. Yeah. Is this uh, the first podcast of the year for you? This is the first podcast of 2022. I love it. Nice. Yes. Yeah, 2022. Uh, happy new year to everyone listening. Uh this is Summer Years, uh, formerly Main Sale. That's right. And uh, let's start with that. Why the name change? We've talked a little bit about that off the mic, but uh, why the name change and why Summer Years? Yeah, um, we gained some members and lost some members. Um, and around that time, I was thinking about rebranding anyways. And with the new blood in the group, I just thought... It was really exciting to me to just start fresh with a, a new name, new uh, direction, new branding. And um, I loved Mainsail, everything we did with those songs and those guys. Um, I was the only founding member, quote unquote. I mean, it's almost unfair to Isaac to say that because he basically made mainsail what it was but truth be told i started it in a garage with three other guys 
And so for the sake of our future Wikipedia page, I decided let's change the name that way. It's all founding members. No, and I think, you know, just coming up with a name that I wanted to have for the next 25 years, <laughs> you know, nothing against Mainsail. I liked it, but I just wanted, you know, a name that I felt represented me forever. Do you want know. to formally introduce these dudes? I was thinking Isaac was a, a founding member, but he, he must of have Mainsail? come around a couple years after. Of Mainsail? Isaac came a year or a year and a half after. But, you know, we laid down the tracks that Mainsail was with Isaac. Okay. And uh, so it's a technicality, you know. We, we, I played with some dudes before he joined the band. But then when Isaac came around, we made the songs what they really were, toured, played uh, 50 shows in a year, stuff like that. Wow, and did you built, really? Yeah. What year was that? It was close to 50, year, uh, 50 shows. I yeah. think it was 2017. Wow. So that's just, when you really started. Yeah, we hit the ground running mm -hmm. and uh, you know learned how to be a rock band. Right. And uh, how old would you have been, Isaac, at that time? Twenty seventeen. Twenty seventeen. I would have been. Uh, yeah. No. No. Uh, I'll help you out. How old are you now? <laughs> right. <laughs> right. I'm. I'm always the 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 year it is like when it starts off. So I'm twenty two at the start of twenty. 22 oh, right. so then i was 17 at the start of 2017 so 17 or wow. 18 i turned 18 that year so you're born in 2000 yeah born and in 1999 we did close, close we did though. shows in 2016 too we did a handful yes. you know when you were 16 i think i think our my first show with you was might have even been the end of 2015 maybe early 2016 yeah. somewhere around there yep a young lad yeah oh, yes right i would say and we as soon as he turned 21, all the bars shut down. That's right. Yes, it was great. Very oh convenient. Oh, my gosh. There was, only, there was only ever one show that Isaac got bounced from, and that was in uh, Medford. Grants yeah, Medford, Oregon. Medford, yeah, it was Oregon. in Oregon. Huh. The only, every other time, I never told them that we had an underage oh, wow. drummer, and it never was an issue. Wow. It rarely was It was like issue. a month before your 21st yeah. birthday or something like that. Yeah, it was, it was pretty close. I was going to ask that. I'm sure Mike and Nick and maybe even Noah could relate. Like when, when I was 21 playing in a band, I remember waiting outside of bars. I don't know if you well, started that young. But for me. I got an X okay. on my Canada. Yes. Yeah. The drinking age is 19 in Canada. And we all know you're from Canada, Mike Liorty <laughs> of Rosedale. But I never really remember waiting outside. You don't yeah. remember waiting outside? I never waited outside. Dude, I the, always had to wait The bar, outside. that's, yeah, anytime it was an issue. But you always got to play. And yeah, I never. There was only once that I I actually wasn't allowed to play the show. But every other show I had to play, I had to either wait outside. I played a brick by brick when I was fourteen, and they made me wait in the green room for the whole show oh, um, yeah. that time. But how gracious! Yeah, it was it was <laughs> except the, it was so loud because it's right next. The green room is no, like yeah, right next to the stage. But it's good. It's, good. it, it's better than being out in the cold. No, way better. That's great. I got X's on my hands when I was in high school, and the the that that was the. Control, I yeah, guess, yeah, drinking yeah. control. Those bars are gone. <laughs> okay, so they let you in, but if you had yeah. an X, you couldn't drink. You couldn't drink. Right. And yeah. the, the the jumping turtle in San Marcos? Yeah, yeah. Once I started playing at venues, all the venues really started to crack down. It was, <laughs> I, I must have had something to do coming. with it. Yeah, yeah, I must have had something to do with it. Uh, there is a Death Cab for Cutie song, right? Called Summer Years? There is. Did that inspire it ha. at all? It did have something to a do with bit. it. Okay. Yes, it's a good for song. sure, for sure. And a great band. It is uh, one of our favorite bands, yeah. at least me and Mike. Yeah. I don't know. You guys like that. I like Death Cab. Yeah. yeah. I knew Yeah, I knew of that song right when I joined the band. I think that album came out in 2017. I liked that album. Yeah, I did not realize... Summer Skin as well is another Death Cab song. Really? It Summer is. Skin. I did not is. realize that... I, I, I'd forgotten about the song and didn't realize that Death Cab... Had a, had a song called Summer Years until after we had picked the name Summer Years and we had talked about we want to make sure that this name is search optimizable so that like when you search Summer Years like we're the first thing that you find so naturally we would pick a Death Cab for Cutie song so that when you search <laughs> Summer Years top result Death Cab for, for Cutie second result Summer Years the I band. think one day we might overcome that that's, song. that's a big ask but let's let's shoot for the know. stars i do have to say that i've got this tv back here and when i do alexa summer years band you guys are the first that comes up yeah for but band, you said yes. summer years band correct you if you look up summer years summer years 
we're I'll in chop the out some of the silence. Yeah, right, right, right there. You're number two. I mean, yeah, that's, that's, that's exactly I'll take it. So, yeah. I'll take 10, it. 10,000 streams on this like. Congrats. Thanks. Under NC Records, and they'll be putting out your uh, next EP, right? Six song EP releasing Friday. That's right. Friday Correct. is the day. With a big show coming up Thursday. Uh, Thursday yeah. At uh, the Casbah. It's almost as if we planned this. To promote we, that. <laughs> we planned this for all of 2021. I think we did. We're always talking. <laughs> yeah. I love that. I think you've been on the podcast. Uh, this is number three. I, I have to get you a jacket. Yeah. Is it number three? Yeah. I want to say you. last time was my tw- 30th birthday. Yeah. And how old are you now? 32? 32. Yeah. Be so 33 next you've month. been on, I want to say my, three. This is my fourth time. This then. is your third. This has to be your fourth. Uh, Noah, welcome. Your first. Thank you. It's yeah. a pleasure. All right. Yeah, that's enough. Beautiful out of you. background. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, buddy. I appreciate it. Welcome. And uh, Isaac, you've been here what twice? This is my second. Yeah, song. number two. You guys were here three years ago, I think, right? You did the uh, Noel. You did a Christmas mm-hmm. song. It's always colder months when I have you guys. I don't know why. Yeah, I, don't yeah, I know. feel like you're a summer band, but we like having you around. <laughs> but it's San in the Diego, winter. so San yeah. Diego winter all is year. unharsh. <laughs> and we have uh, Mr. Evan Gutierrez over there, our fifth band Ooh. member. How do you like Ooh. to What's be introduced? On? He's rocking the main sail shirt, uh, an ultimate yeah. scenester here in San Diego, right? Yeah. Um, Get close on that thing. Did a did a did a few things with Riot Scene, and um, you know, just uh, I uh, would like to be. You know, I would hope that music comes back more. Um, but yeah, I, I just I feel like it's not the same. But I'm not uh, around as I w- uh, as much as I was because I got into one wheeling. My gosh, it's crazy. Um, <laughs> Don't but, get uh, Evan talking about one wheeling. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it'll be ridiculous. the end of you guys. No. <laughs> it's a good scene too. But uh, I honestly, I really miss the music scene, and I I hope that uh, you know, um, hopefully in the next cu- uh, couple of years it comes back harder than couple years Anything. bro and we get uh, dude i hope sooner than that just bring more local now, bands bro. come up and evan, play. welcome we talk every monday monday talks with <laughs> evan all throughout covid really every single monday man we talk for a good 30 minutes yep uh evan yeah. you're, you're a good friend dude thank welcome. you i appreciate yeah. that thanks for having me troy's uh, a good guy to talk to as guest <laughs> yeah he's he's kept me stable throughout some tough times it's we're living in tough times dude there's no question about it i, I think we're so submerged into it that we don't really realize and i'm not really affected by it anymore and i think i don't think you guys are either i think you're smart dudes how do you feel about the scene how how do you think it is now compared to two years ago i think that uh i think man ticket sales are weird uh i feel like there's no good guess as to who's coming and how many people you can get out to a show and and especially like with our release on Thursday, I know plenty of people who are like, I bought tickets, but I'm not feeling well this week. So uh, that's definitely interesting. But I know that um, early, uh, like May last year, I was Mike and I were maybe like the first venue to be like, we're just going to put out on a concert and see what happens. And we booked four bands and did the show up in Oceanside. And we had like 150 people come out, which was kind of cool. But it's kind of like a flip of a coin to see um, kind of what it depends on the pocket of community. Like if people are really itching to get out, they definitely want to go and music's a great thing, brings everybody together. There are some people who are just like still waiting on the sidelines, just watching and they're like, we'll see what happens in the next, however. Yeah. yeah. And the timing of like when there's more cases and whatnot, because like at the end of November, I was going to a lot of shows and they were doing really well. And now it's like, yeah, it's really iffy. So it's like a month-to-month basis now, whereas since 2008, it's kind of been like a year-to-year basis, it felt like, with the economy and everything. Let's see if we can go the whole podcast without saying the C word. (laughs) You want to? Oh, and also I wanted to say if I curse, I'm going to do 10 push-ups, because I know you guys don't like the cursing. Uh, so I had that in my notes. <laughs> I know you curse. don't. It, that was a thing our first episode. I my mom that. doesn't like the cursing. Yeah. It's, well, dude, it's really just for your Isaac's, mom's very important. So, yeah. yeah, truly. Isaac's got four younger brothers. He I, has to say hecka. I said ass I, one yeah, time. I, I, I think I I've been good so far. I don't, I don't swear at all. I got good. four younger brothers. There you go. Good. It doesn't offend me. What venue were you referring to? Because I know you guys are kind of associated with Gnarlywood, right? Or doing doing something with Gnarlywood? Talk about that. Uh, no, so uh, the show that we put on, I opened a music school and recording studio in Oceanside in February of this year. Uh, last year, 2021. The Sharp School of Music. Awesome. Yeah, so uh, we, we do private lessons and we record, we do summer camps, and then every couple months we do uh, concerts because we have a venue. So You're still doing it? Yep. Cool. You February got a stage? February 12th yep. is the next one. February yep. 12th. Okay, cool. 
And I mentioned Gnarlywood. What's what's up in Gnarlywood? They're just the homies. Yeah. Okay. So they, you just know the people. We played there in July. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they, they made a big venue um, as soon as the shutdown happened. Um, and they were, they were doing like live streams. Uh, they had Nam there. So they're just like really connected with a lot of the industry. Um, they sell, uh, distribute merch for Warner and Live Nation bands. So Nick and I started working there in September 2019. Nick's October 1st. October 1st, 2019. <laughs> and uh, Nick still works there. Um, oh, you do? Okay, cool. Yeah. So they've been, they hook us up with random like, cover gigs and um just any any time they feel like they can help a band they hit us up which is amazing it looks really cool that's why i bring it up i haven't been there but it it looks big and they've got the professional lighting and i think they got tom DeLong there right oh yeah angels yeah uh-huh. or was it acoustic angels and airwaves okay. yeah tom they they rehearsed there actually i probably shouldn't say that strike that just, just kidding past <laughs> oh they don't anymore okay no no don't go there they're not there <laughs> <laughs> i saw tom a lot i just was like what's up you're tom <laughs> is that where you did angel sound or was no, that soma? actually totally different that was coincidence. Soma, right? yeah that was yeah. at soma um just through doing sound at brick by brick and a bunch of venues around here one of the local sound guys hit up the group chat like can anybody work tonight and I saw it, and I was like, uh, no, I'm going to Angels and Airwaves. And then I took a nap, and like I woke up from the nap like, wait a second. I know Colin's been working at Soma. I'm like, if it's Angels and Airwaves, I can do it. And sure enough, it was. Oh, that's, wow. That's how I got that He gig. didn't find anyone during your nap, huh? <laughs> yeah, it was like came to me in a dream, sleep paralysis, like Tom always <laughs> talks about. That's cool. How was that experience, man? Did you... Did you get to talk with Tom at all? or? Uh, yeah, I mean, like, yeah. he's seen me around Gnarlywood and stuff, so he's always just, you know, talking about my height and other, really? other things below the belt. <laughs> but uh, it was, it was like, a long day of work, and he, was not, he wasn't there very long. But it was cool to see Adam Willard was there. Um, and, you know, the Gnarlywood guys were there. I hung out with them a bunch. And I was mostly working for the opening bands, but it was still cool to see, like, to, to plug in Tom's confidence monitor and like see how everything's run and and talk to the lighting guys and the sound guys it was cool so you ran his confidence monitor i've never even heard of that i was basically basically that... just the stage hand for them so i just like plugged in the cables okay so that's like a, a big screen. responsibility bro yeah <laughs> it's cool that's cool i saw i think evan sent me some videos and photos of you up on stage and dude just to have that on your resume uh congrats that's awesome thank you i was just geeking out I want to talk about how optimistic and positive your your message tends to be, Nick. Would you agree with me? I would. I I hear your songs and I I jog to them with my my beats on and I listen to your lyrics very closely (laughs) and uh, it it gives me the goosies, dude. And like, you do seem to really try to put out a positive message, right? Yeah, I mean, truth be told, I try to get like as emo as humanly possible and it just comes out this way. Like I'm like, yeah, we got like a sad one and they're not sad. <laughs> your your first lyrics of your very first song they released, This Light, uh, time keeps moving on, but it's still on our side. Don't ever lose sight of who you are. You've been to hell and back to get to where you are. You've been to hell and back. Uh, what do those lyrics mean to you, dude? You know, I think I'm trying to say something to someone who, you know, maybe they're in a rough place and they really need to hear it, but I can't, it kind of ends up being me that I'm talking to a lot. I think of this song, you know, is an example of that. A lot of, uh, yeah, very subjective. Um, but you know, it's, if I could say anything to someone to help them through, what's going on you know uh it would be sort of that and then it ends up kind of being something i'm saying to myself as well how is it having mike in the band now mike's another front man and songwriter in his own right for uh rosedale obviously is is that helping are you guys collaborating <laughs> writing or are you guys butting head are you uh, heads are you fighting uh, uh, like we we ended up uh, we rewriting wrestle. a lot of the <laughs> stuff. Wrestle we wrestle naked <laughs> mike's changing all your lyrics no <laughs> 
Uh, no, it's very helpful. And you're still pushing your project, right, Rosedale? We'll have you back, dude. We'll talk yeah, all about it. Um, I, I have a bunch of songs like that I've demoed out and a few songs that are like ready to go. I just don't want to release them as Rosedale and then get in trouble by that Chicago band and no one finds them or anything. So I got to find a new name. Silvio. If anyone has any ideas, hit me up. Silvio. <laughs> Search away. You guys and changing your names. Come on. I know. It's I, how we keep people interested. It's like, what's happening? What's their <laughs> name now? <laughs> I think it is smart. It's, uh, how do you guys feel, Noah and Isaac, about the new name and the, the new direction? How do you feel now? Being too quiet. Uh, I feel I feel like uh, it's it's good. I mean, um, I dig the name, and I, as like the newest member of the group and the project, um, it feels like I have equal ownership as as this project launches because it's something new, it's something fresh, and even though I'm the newest, um, there's definitely like equal responsibility and weight that we carry now, and and I don't feel like my vote doesn't count because I haven't been in the group as long. So, it's great. Run. NFL boy over there? Yeah. Yeah, you know, I, I've got, I, I still have mixed <laughs> feelings on the name change, but um, I do think that the name change is, is the, puts us to a place where we're all comfortable uh, with where we're at. And so, yeah, it, it makes, it makes you know, like Noah was saying, makes him feel comfortable and included. Same thing with Mike since, you know, um, main sale was, was pre mic as well. And yeah, I, th I think it helps, uh, us as a unit. I'm um, just feel a little bit more comfortable with the current state of, of where we're at. Run. I think it felt weird at first and that quickly fades. Cause it felt like, weird to me at first. I think right. I was talking to Nick. I was like, don't do it, bro. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> don't do it. No. But after a couple of shows, it's like, yeah. Oh, this is who we are. You know, yeah. after you print the shirts, it's like, it's just branding. It's just marketing. We're the same guys, same music. We can play the old songs. Um, it's just a it's just a name and a logo. Yeah, I you know I think it was. It just looked appealing to me to put mainsail kind of on the shelf and be like, "This is mainsail. I'm proud of it. We authored it. We got new guys. You know, let's let's do something new that's going to last for years and years to come. You know." And your fans that uh, may be listening, you you are going to play three songs uh, from Mainsail Thursday, right? Maybe, maybe. <laughs> show You'll up and find out. Find out. We'll see. Summer years makes me think of the years that I had a summer. You know, my 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 years as a mm. youth. So I, I thought I, of it that way. I think it's cool. Yeah. Because now I don't have a summer. We work all summer as <laughs> totally. an adult. You know. Exactly. Uh, it's it's kind of euphoric to think about those times. It's nice to, to reconnect, and congrats again on the EP, again, dropping Friday, uh, the Casbah Thursday. It's going to be rad. We're going to do Blink-182 Rapid Fire with you guys. Nice. You've heard of that band, right? Yes. So. They sound familiar. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Mark Hoppus, Cancer Free. Yeah. Yep. We'll start off with that. Uh, that's incredible, right? It I, I kind of, you know, <laughs> I believed that that was going to manifest. Yeah, yeah. You know? And someone someone said the other day it's kind of it's kind of bad, but uh, they were like, "Do you know what the best thing to happen to Mark Hoppus's career was?" And I was like, "Oh, don't say it." <laughs> He's like, yeah. "Getting cancer," and it's true. A lot of great publicity came from it, but I can't imagine what he went through. Yeah, I don't think he needed it. You <laughs> no, know what I mean? I think they were either. big before he had cancer, but uh, right. yeah, maybe a Mark and Tom uh, reuniting here pretty soon. Yeah, I heard it's it's gonna happen. Cool. Really. Do you think so? From Tom? Yeah. Tom recently said that that is a possibility. Possibility. <laughs> Breaking on Palapalooza, folks. <laughs> I like it. Definitely, maybe. All right, so rapid fire, Blink-182 version. You ready? I'm ready. Rapid fire. Mark or Tom? Tom. I mean, I love Mark, but Tom is the GOAT. Yeah, Tom, Tom by uh, by a small margin, yeah. but Tom it was more consistent with his songs, I think. Tom for Tom songs, Mark for Mark songs. <laughs> well said. Such a safe answer. Best Blink album. Take off your pants and jacket. Untitled. Untitled? You know yes. what? 
Enema of the State still for me, but Neighborhoods does oh. not get nearly enough love. It is yeah, a great album. Neighborhoods is, is fantastic. More people need to Dogs Eating Dogs is also great. <laughs> uh, untitled all the way. Well, love okay. Untitled. Best Blank Song. It's Not Now. It's Not Now? That's my answer. Mine is Snake Charmer. But I wish. Wow, that's a Jerry no. That's Finn. a great one. I didn't see that coming. I wish Jerry Finn was there for that session. I cannot believe that Snake Charmer is not on the original. Like you have to get the deluxe edition of Neighborhoods to get oh, Snake I didn't Charmer. Know that. I thought it was track five. No, it's yeah, it's track five, but it's part of the deluxe edition. Weird. If you look at the standard edition, it's not even included. Which and and same with it, um, if she even if she falls, is also not on the original. Which I just right. think is unbelievable. Na- is Neighborhoods the- is only a great album as the deluxe edition. <laughs> yeah, huh. but Ghost Ghost on the Dance Floor, <laughs> uh, opening track from Neighborhoods is my favorite Blink song. That is a great song. I realize now how to get Isaac talking. <laughs> Just talk about music. Music or, music or baseball. Yeah. That's all I talk about. I don't care. Do and you, disc golf. I don't care about anything oh, else. Yeah. <laughs> Does anyone even know the song Not Now? Yeah, Not Do Now is from Untitled. It's like track No, two. it's not. It, it was recorded during the Untitled sessions. It's from but Best Of. was included on the Greatest Hits record. And so it's like such a sleeper blink song. I think... Maybe Adam's song might be like my like blank song of all time, but like not now. There's something about that song. It's just like okay uh, for for greatest hits um, for that uh, for the the Blink 182 greatest hits album, which is basically just all their greatest hits into one. Um, but yeah, not now. Always played me, my buddy uh, and I, I. I had a 24 hour uh, gym membership when I was going to the gym back in the day, and. That one song, Not Now, always played. And I was like, this is awesome. I love this song. And um, yeah, I just started listening to it like a lot. It's pretty cool. There you go. I don't yeah. know if I've heard that one, but cool. Mine is Anthem Part 2. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's like, is that track number one? That was my favorite for probably the longest of the favorites I've had over the years. Yeah. Yeah, that's my. That's number two for me. Ghost, <laughs> Ghost on the dance floor is number one. Anthem part two is anthem definitely part second. two is dope. Yeah. Is there an anthem part one? Yes. Yes. It's there the is. last track on uh, Enema. It is. Okay. It's a great song. I'm sure I've heard it. I got one more. Uh, violence. Okay. Violence is like my all-time favorite. Song. That's okay. one of my favorites yes. too. Evan Gutierrez, ladies yeah. and gentlemen. <laughs> live violence live is the most like Travis's drum solo in the beginning. It just. It, yeah, it gets me all riled up. I'm just like, oh my gosh, like, cool. fight someone. <laughs> Uh-oh. Is Travis your favorite drummer, Isaac? Travis is not my favorite drummer, no, but I do like Travis's playing a lot. I take a lot from, from him, but um, no, I would not consider him my favorite drummer. Of top all five? Top Buddy 10. Rich, right? He is uh, not top five, probably not top ten. I'd give him a solid top 20. Hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I listen to, like... <laughs> Yeah, I, I listen to so many, so many drummers. No, I, I would actually rank Danny Washington of Neck Deep higher than I would rank Travis Barker. Okay, yeah. and I have to commend you on your drumming, dude. You you have a good reputation around town. Uh, I talk to a lot of musicians, uh, and none have talked shit about you, dude. So wow, that's that's great. You know what? Like, no, it's I'm kidding. Uh, you're a good drummer. <laughs> Thank you. Right. You got skills. He's the first good. time I saw you guys was at that little bookstore. Right? That's the first time I met uh, Evan really? too. Maybe not. You saw us at Casbah no, I saw us first. At, yeah, I saw you at Casbah with uh, Avenue Army, huh? Yeah. Yeah. Was that that their, was a good show. Yeah, that was that a good That was one. a lot of fun. Continuing on with rapid fire here, do aliens exist? No. I would have seen one by now. I don't think that aliens don't exist, but I don't necessarily think they do. I actually feel that way. That's how I feel. You don't think they don't exist? Yeah. Yeah. Sure. I would say there's some sort of living thing outside of the world, for sure. Have you heard the theory that aliens are like humans uh, in the future? Or Our heads a, are just going to get bigger. F- or from a different dimension. How about that one? Or a different dimension. It's actually interdimensional phenomena. We're not going to use our muscles as much, so our arms are going to be skinnier. Our bellies are going to get big. I, I haven't heard that theory in like Our tw- heads, we're going to start using our heads a lot more. Um <laughs> It's always on the Rogan's uh, podcast. Okay. I listen to that okay. a lot. Me too. Um, 
No, yeah. yeah. My mom claims that she saw an oh, alien yeah, when she was pregnant with me, dude. That story is epic. She yeah, told me she, that story. We, I was born, I'll make it real quick, but I was born in uh, Solana Beach and uh, we had like ocean view windows and she went out while she's pregnant with me and she saw a light up in the sky like coming down and she thought to herself, shit, if it doesn't stop, oh, I cussed. If it doesn't <laughs> stop, uh, I'm going to die. So I guess it just ended up there and it was like an octagon shape and tried to open the door and the doorknob was shaking like just the ultimate like Twilight Zone episode. And Mm. uh, I guess right before this happened, she heard on the TV, uh, we're coming to negotiate with you. And then the TV went off. I should have started the story with that. But yeah. Wow. Crazy, right? I like that. You got to hear her I don't her think she it. was on drugs when uh, no, she no. was pregnant with me, you know, but who knows? <laughs> no, no. This is, that's, a, that's a real It would explain a sure. lot if she was. I don't think she'd make that up. She's got nothing to gain to make that I up. don't think so. So and she believes in aliens. Oh, yeah. Okay. okay. Yes. That makes me want to get pregnant. I <laughs> <laughs> wonder what's on Mike's mind. Boxcar or angels? Angels, but I love boxcar. Got to pick one. I don't need any explanation. Just pick, pick one? one. Okay, angels. Angels. Boxcar is the best angels album, but <laughs> angels is great. <laughs> I'm I'm Number gonna one. be I'm gonna be weird and go boxcar. I like it. Okay, I love that That's album. Good. They weren't uh, okay. All right. That's good. Was that just one album? It's one, just album. one album. I'll have to Perfect listen to that album. again, man. What was that two two thousand two? Oh, two. They okay. made it in like three months. Quiz me on my years. Best Blink-182 riff. Dump weed. I thought of that, too. Opening track, yeah. Dump, Dump weed. weed. Yeah. Insert that now. It's Adam's song. Okay, Adam's song, which you cover, right? Best clean yeah. riff. Most depressing Blink song. Stay Together for the Kids is a good clean riff, too. Yeah, yeah that's a good one. No, you need to come up with the best Blink riff. I... I... I don't think of... You don't have a rating system for your riffs? I No, because I don't pay attention to guitars. Honestly, like, my favorite my favorite riff is from Tom is the opening riff of I Feel So. And that's not even a Blink song. <laughs> that's my favorite Blink riff is, is I Feel So. No, it's Boxcar. That's Boxcar. Yeah. Okay, cool. Didn't answer the question. Thank you. <laughs> what do you order from Sombreros? Never been, but I assume they... Dude, tacos? Well, just Mexican Depends food, on dude. the location. What's your favorite Mexican food? From Sombreros, just because. There's a place by uh, mine and Noah's place uh, called uh, Los Amigos Mexican Food. They're top 10. Katia Jr. with a K. No, but like, what do you like to eat there? What do you? What would you order? Like carne? Either carne, carne asada, asada or California Carne burrito, asada at Los Amigos. Um... Mike's going for whatever the largest quantity he, he can get for the cheapest in. price. Let me he's chime big, in. He's a big boy. He's yeah. a growing I, I boy. I never get a California burrito because I don't no. want to pay for French fries and a burrito. Right, right, right. Here's the thing about okay. Mike. He'll eat whatever burrito, okay? Like he's whatever, not yeah. from here. He's like, this is all great. But yeah. if, if you take me and James especially, you remember James from Mainsail. James Shout would the pass a burrito on to someone else if it wasn't good enough. He just spent like $8 <laughs> on a burrito. And he's like, takes one bite. He's like, no. And he just like hands. He doesn't even want to ingest it. Because that's who we are, okay, as San Diegans, all right? The Santanas and Santee. Is, it's, it's great. great. It's right a, here, too. It's great. It's great. It's right down the street. Yeah. Santanas. Yeah, Santanas, Santanas is, great. is top tier. I agree. Really I'm good. a tortilla guy. If your tortilla is dry and like not fresh and not good. Right. It ruins the whole burrito. The Katia on El Cajon Boulevard, I think, right near where I used to live. I remember you can get like a dollar fifty bean and rice burrito, and it was massive. I'd eat that. Sometimes bean and rice just is killer. If it's good, you know, the basic stuff. I always do honestly rolled tacos with just cheese and guacamole. That's kind of my thing. Those are delicious. I don't like lettuce. I don't like tomatoes and the salsa fresca or whatever it is. The crunch. Of the roll. Evan, yeah, where's your know. spot? Some roll tacos. <laughs> I've been dying to answer this question. Um, actually, <laughs> Evan's I, over there just waiting. I have, I have <laughs> eaten at Sombreros, actually. I've gotten the carne asada burrito there, but I don't think it's cracked up. I don't think it's all what it's cracked up to be, sure. but um, Las Brisas in Vista. Uh, okay. Tony Hawk goes there a lot. Uh, I okay. get uh, their Tuesday tacos pretty good. All right. Autobotta cool. meat. Uh, there's carnitas meat and uh, pork, and I get all three. Cool, it's man. Good. 
Nice. I like Cabeza too. Um, <coughs> Primo's Market in uh, Vista. The Cabeza <laughs> is off the charts. You're making me fucking hungry. That's 40 push ups. And this, that is, huh? I will. I'll do it's it. It's all good. This uh, has this been Mexican uh, Food Talk <laughs> with Summer Years. Ladies and gentlemen, thanks for tuning in. We are in San Diego. We have to talk Mexican food, I guess, right? Absolutely. Uh, let's make these rapid, all right? Matt Skiba, yes or no? Yes. We like yes, Matt Skiba. Absolutely. Yeah. But He's, better than Tom? Oh, no, not better no. than Tom. That wasn't the question, though. Matt Skiba, yes or no? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, sure. I'm going to say no. <laughs> Boo. I kind of say no, too, because he's, he's only there because Tom isn't there, you know? I'm I not mean, a hater. Just saying either Owl City or me should have replaced Tom. <laughs> you know what? Fight me. That's fair. Your, your writing Dude, style reminds me of Owl City a lot. I think I told you that already. Oh. Yeah, I listen to a lot. A lot Adam of Young in Blink They're really would good. rip. It was, so it was, was that song you did with Mark so Hoppus? Yeah. Uh, Dude, yeah. Owl City Dementia, did a song. That with, song is so good. With, with Mark Hoppus. It's Dementia. It's the best That's Owl the City best song. That's the best Tomless Blink song. Yeah, absolutely. I always think of, uh, I'd like to make myself believe. That's what everybody that thinks of Owl City for. That's a great song, but Owl City has great albums, too. I'll have to check them out. Yeah. Love Owl City. The Kardashians, yes or no? No. They, they do tie into Blink-182 now. You know, I would say no, <laughs> but with what they're doing for rock music, I will say yes. <laughs> so he's married, right? He married one of them, correct? No. Travis married, uh... uh they, be, they better be married, I think, considering what yeah. they're up to. You got the you got the tattoo and everything, yeah. Okay, stupid question. All right, fair enough. <laughs> a message to Mark Hoppus. I love you. Cool. We're booking in uh, 2022. Yeah. If you need an opener, come on that's the podcast. That's a great message for Mark. Yeah, that's. If you need a direct support band, I would love to get Blank or Tom, dude. I would drop the mic right after that. <laughs> I'd be done. Can't get better, right? You'd have to commit half the episode to Aliens. If you have him on pull totally. up, you should have your mom and Tom. On oh an my gosh! Yeah, that would be a five-hour episode. And mom. Tom and Tom mom. and mom, dude. Tom and mom, Palapalooza special. Ah, I love it. Palapalooza. Palapalooza. Even if I, it's I've been saying it right lately. I swear. It doesn't even enter my mind anymore. <laughs> I would love to do. I would even do a phone conference. So yeah, Tom, if you're listening, best Blink 182 concert for you guys. I have never seen my, them live. My 18th birthday, I saw them on my 18th birthday. I went my entire high school existence uh, with Blink broken up and them being my favorite band and believing that it was over. And I, I accepted it. People around me were like, come on, get back together. I was like, guys, guys, just give it a rest, okay? We've got Angels and Airwaves. We have Plus 44. And we're never going to have Blink again, but let's just like let's move on and then they got back together and my brother got me tickets for my 18th birthday they played in san diego in chula vista on on my 18th birthday best Rad. blink show ah, it was epic that's really cool <laughs> 2013 it was cosmic it was i was near chicago they were playing riot fest i drove two hours to chicago walked right past the security with my acoustic guitar no ticket Went and saw their whole headlining set, jamming with the band, <laughs> with my acoustic. If there's People anyone I know me, who would do that. Mike dropped LSD before. Singing no. the harms. <laughs> Rad. Adding the acoustic layer. Just envisioning yourself being oh, up there. Oh, that's huh? great. Jamming with Travis Barker. Who, I was going to say, bro, like, how about, how about like you or Nick instead of Matt Skiba? I think. Like, how amazing would that be? Yeah. Mike would hang more than me. Mike, Mike better. Mike would be a better fit. And I, then before they're he works harder. We got we got damn it going, all of us in no the way. crowd. And I was MDing. Rod. <laughs> MDing? Music, Music director. Oh my gosh. You're funny. Uh yeah, it was probably like thirteen thousand people. And you were playing out. for all of them, weren't you? Yeah. <laughs> in your own head. Yeah. I love that. Very cool story. I think I saw them at the old Soma. That was probably my uh, best experience. That's yeah. awesome. Same with Green Day. Yeah. Yeah. I'm I'll old. Love, oh, that's great. Uh, will Tom and Mark reunite? I think everyone says yes, right? Yeah. Tom Mark. So. When? 2025. Three years? Yeah, 2025. Say, say it now. Call it now. Because if they do, 
I'm going to chop this up and make a promo out of it. 2025, they're going to have a residence of Vegas. 2023. Okay, I know, right? Like Britney, them and Britney. Like Backstreet Boys. 2023 yeah. next year? Yeah. Well, COVID's going to reduce us all the residencies. <laughs> I know, I said right? the C word. I'm sorry. You did. Oh, come on. You 20 push-ups. Worse than a customer. 20. Mike's got to buy us all dinner. That's something. I don't think he would ever... He would spend money in other ways, but not dinner. 2025, I'll buy you all dinner. We'll go see Blink in Vegas. He's going to have a real good year on the stock market, cryptocurrency. Then he'll take us to Filet Mignon. Oh, man. New Year's resolution uh, from you guys. Uh, we are a few days into 2022. What's your goal for the new year? Honestly, I have weekly resolutions. and Let's hear all 52 of them. I no, I, I don't know them until like the week before. Oh, okay. Sure. So everybody, I know that everybody's going to the gym a lot this week. So last week I went to the gym every day. Right. I wanted to start tomorrow, but I'm kind of thinking no. Yeah. I'll just I'm do push-ups and jog, dude, yeah, or something. Yeah, do the yeah. outdoor stuff. Now. I'll definitely get COVID the instant I walk right. into the gym. Just start coughing, fever. It was empty like, last week. The holidays. Was it? It's great. Yeah. Okay. More gym for you. Um, what about music related? That's what I mean. So now Touring? this week, next week, it's going to be more like I want to finish mixes and cool. writing. I mean, this week especially, it's all summer years because we have the show. Right. We have a bunch of stuff we got to like fix. Mixes on your own project, right? You're referring to? Uh, yeah. Cool. Yeah. Sweet. Isaac, any uh, goals for the year? Yeah, nothing, uh, nothing like super specific. It's all kind of just vague. Like, I mean... Just uh, improving on the things I love doing. So I, you know, obviously love um, playing music. So hoping that by the end of 2022, I'm a better, uh, better drummer, better songwriter, better melody writer, better lyric writer um, than I was at the start of the year. And uh, yeah, I think it's it's all kind of vague. I don't know how I'm going to sure. get there, but spending more hours on on music. What kind of things do you do to be a better drummer? Things I do to be a better drummer. Stick twirls. No, no. I, I specifically have not learned how to stick twirls <laughs> so I could spend time learning how to play the drums well. Um, so I have no clue how to stick twirl, actually. Okay. But um, Is it just certain patterns? Like No, no. no. I, I learned He's a songs. song guy. I, I'm a song songs? guy. Yeah, I learned oh, okay. songs. So, like, yeah, all those guys I was talking about, Daniel Davison, Spencer York, Alex Cameron, I just try to learn songs by those guys cool. um, and pick up on things that they have... Um, that they've played and then I try to find ways that I can flip around something that they played on you know a demo that I'm writing even if it never ends up getting released like trying to find ways to go like okay what did they play here how can I like incorporate some of that into my playing and yeah I also just listen to tons of music I mean I listen to probably like five or six hours of music a day so um, I honestly do feel like I'm a better drummer just because of the music I listen to that's cool I feel like it's the same for guitar too, right? And maybe s vocals. You listen to other music that you like, Blank, whatever it is, Death Cab, and you sort of pick up their styles maybe a little bit and make them your own. I remember learning ben uh, Ben's for the first time, like from Metallica, Kirk Hammett, mm -hmm. sort of applying that to my own music. Good artists borrow, great <laughs> artists steal. <laughs> Forget what? who said that. It's a real quote. You just said that. Really? First time I heard that. Was, I've heard that quote once or twice. I've, I heard that from John Foreman first time. Yeah. Yeah. It's I think crucial to always be jamming music and learning songs. And a lot of us teach music. I think all, all four of us teach music. So Brad. I like to teach my students music that I'm interested in. Right. Uh, and you know, if they're not, then I don't. I don't yeah. force it. But totally. you know, I have one student who I teach like lit and blink and weezer nice and like just rad stuff but like i'll be like hey this is a uh less than jake song you yeah. know maybe something they've never heard or wouldn't and then i like show that to them you know that's rad any other new year's resolutions uh just uh investing more into the school and the in the business and uh this month I am uh, I'm a vegetarian. Just doing just that. this month. Just this month. Yeah, doing a little for what reason? Doing a, doing a little fast. So okay. it's a it's a spiritual thing. So okay, gonna do it for the month. Um, spend some time in prayer and excellent. Yep, get some well, answers. That works out for you. Yeah, for sure. 
I cut the carbs and the sugar when I try to lean out. I cut all the breads and the sugars, and it's miserable, but it works. It's tough. You get used, you acclimate. Yeah. But, you know, every once in a while, you go to Cheesecake Factory, they put that brown bread in front of you. It's super warm. It's so, you got to so have warm. some. Isn't it horrible that that's the way it is? Like all the unhealthy, good, <laughs> sweet, really good foods are bad for you and make mm. you fat? It is true. It's a fact. But you know when you give up like soda and stuff like that, you start to miss it less as time right. goes on. Yeah. Well, and 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 bad stuff starts to taste good. When I stopped drinking soda, all of a sudden, out of nowhere, sparkling water just tasted really good. It tastes great. I'll agree and with I, that. I, I, I have no say. clue how that happened. You start but drinking Lacroix. I love Lacroix now. And now I have like, if I have like a Sprite, I'm like, oh, yeah. that's like way too sweet. too much sugar. Yeah, you do crossover. Yeah, when you drop the sugars, yeah, you crave oh, healthy foods. Too, every right? once in a while, I'll treat myself with a diet soda, like a diet Dr Pepper, <laughs> and I'm good. like, yeah, hey, this is not bad. <laughs> yeah. Well, very cool. Again, uh, Thursday night at the Casbah going down EP release party. And then Friday, you got your uh, EP. What's the name again? You Can't Live There Forever. You Can't Live There Forever. How'd you come up with that? Um, it is a line in this light. Okay. But you came cool. up with the, you wrote the line after we had the title for the EP, though. I don't I, know that it was decided or if it was just like, hey, this would be cool. And then I put the line in the that's, song. Uh, I remember you just going like, hey, I haven't like an EP title. Just you can't live there forever. And uh, James and I were like, yeah, that dude, that's so rad. And, and that then, second like, pre-chorus wasn't written. Yeah, the second pre-chorus wasn't written yet. <laughs> and I thought while. you wrote that line in the studio. And, and as fate would have it, I hadn't written all the lyrics to this light when while we were recording it. And I was like, I need a second verse. And then that moment a second pre-course yeah yeah that's it yeah and you just took the, the album title and it totally works it's so it's great but i think that i think the title came before the lyric i that's think, what i remember i think the idea did but it wasn't for sure and then once it was in the song it was like okay yeah yeah let's do it is it a global warming reference at all <laughs> it is not elon musk shout out we got to get to mars just asking um you know <laughs> Maybe. I think it kind of came from a place of me just hearing about people struggling with the same things over and over again. And I think there's a part of me that did too, does. And me getting frustrated with cycles and people being trapped by maybe their own negative habits or negative patterns or um ways of thinking or whatever it is and it's just like hey you know nothing's gonna change until you start to manifest that change right yeah and that's kind of you know a big part of that song it's about circumstances being tough and and uh you can do what you can do you know you can't do every you can't control everything but you can respond to to what you're going through and it's like Hey, look, you know, some of these negative cycles are, we put ourselves in, we put ourselves in those cycles and it's like, you can live there forever or you can't, well, you really can't, you can't thrive if you live there forever. Totally. I I think, and to speak to just kind of like, I I, I think one of the biggest, um, one of the biggest, uh, you know, epidemics of, of the, you know of the 21st century is just, um, people, especially in America, just struggling with, um, just depression and anxiety. I think, you know, with, with a lot of the things that we're blessed with here in America, um, sometimes we get into this rut of going, I'm blessed with so much. Why do I still feel like garbage? Like, shouldn't I be happy? And, um, and I think, I think a lot of people define themselves as well by, by their depression. So there's this, you know, every depressed person is like, well, I don't want to be depressed anymore. But then I think there's another mountain to climb when you're undepressed, when you, when you get over that mountain, you're like, wait, but I defined myself by my depression. Like, do I even know who I am outside of my depression? And that's, that's a whole other battle that um, people are having to face right now. And, and I don't think we as a band necessarily have the answer, but we, our encouragement is that like to, to those of you struggling with thoughts of, I don't know who I am without my depression. Like you're, trust me, you might, you might not know what you are yet, but like once you find it, you're going to be so much happier, um, living a life of freedom and, and, and all of that. And so 
yeah, we're, we're trying to help people find their way out of, you know, whatever rut they find themselves in reminding them, Hey, like don't convince yourself that you can live here in this rut forever. Cause you, you can't, you'll never thrive there. Like Nick, what, what Nick was saying. I, I when I think about the times where I've been the most miserable and the most downtrodden, it's when I'm thinking about myself way too much. Right. And I, I, yeah. I would venture to say that's, one of the biggest problems that we face in our country, in our culture. Happiness equals life minus es- expectations. Yeah. Mess that up. Yeah. <laughs> but it, it makes sense. It can be bad. Yeah. The idol, I tell my daughter this too. Uh, my mom used to tell me this, but an idle mind is the devil's workshop, right? That too. Mm-hmm. Um, boredom. I think a lot of people out there are bored. We saw that last summer. I mean, that's just my opinion. <laughs> yeah. People with way too much time on their hands. Um, we also, and- you know, take suggestions from things, trends, people, like whatever behavior that maybe we really shouldn't, you know, maybe we should be a little critical about like the stuff that we ingest into our, our mind and our soul. And I don't know, you know, it's, Life's not about like the next TikTok trend and fitting in and getting the serotonin from people's clicks. It's really right. not. And you know, I could get on my social media rant. A lot of the stuff's only been around for fifteen years, and what you're saying is we should maybe take lessons from what people what's worked for there's, humans for hundreds of thousands of years. There's way more to <laughs> right. life than other people's perception, and we got buy into like social media and how we feel we're perceived and how we feel other people are are perceived we buy into this facade that's not a good source of serotonin right it's a it's just there's so much more to life than that and and when we struggle from like the me-itis i think that's when we get you know really sad (laughs) totally so you know it's it's don't think less of yourself think of yourself less you know that's, there you go. That's what we try to I do. I love that. That's what I try to do. Positive messages, like that's I right. said, bro. Put that in your pocket. Yeah. <laughs> and you preach it live, too. Every live concert, uh, you, uh, I've said that before. I love the message. You'll, you'll stop and take a moment, right, and talk to the crowd. And yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's a good thing. Totally. You know, I figure um, I have the opportunity to, you know, I think people shows that I've been to that have moved me, whether it's music or even comedy or, or anything film. And it's like, you have a chance with a captive audience to, to just impart some consciousness of on them that, that changes the way you might look at the world and art does that. And there's something about live concerts that I don't know. I I think also we, are so blessed to be doing that what we're doing when we're on stage and we know we're doing what we're supposed to be doing that we want people to that attend our shows to know that they could do the same thing it may not be on stage playing guitar or singing but there's something that they were made for and it's just the encouragement to like pursue that find out what that is and and live in that yeah i mean that's what you want for all your friends and all the people you love to really just find themselves and right Someone mentioned purpose. I think it was you right now. Yeah. Purpose is huge in Absolutely. life. It really is. Without purpose, what, what are you? And yeah. I think that is, uh, I think that's a, a big problem, purpose and maybe laziness. And this country seems to enable laziness, in my opinion, and the government with, uh, with freebies and all that. But <laughs> it might be a <laughs> small, take advantage of it. <laughs> might be a small percentage of people that find purpose in Twitch streaming <laughs> or, or, or <laughs> Mike, <laughs> whatever. It's like, it's not for everyone. I don't know. Mike says that because he can't get any of it since he's canadian so he looks at people getting checks in the mail and is like man if i could get that check that'd be great uh, i can't i can get some free food down the street at mike, brother benno's mike though. would get the check and then he'd still work seven days a week though <laughs> <laughs> because he's mike i'd buy a bluey and have a nice new are you a citizen McCree. of this country <laughs> no you're not no no okay that's i guess that's i'm funny. a working alien <laughs> he's a working so alien. you're here on a, a is it a work visa yeah okay Cool. Fair enough. <laughs> pay a lot of money for that thing. <laughs> Do you? Yeah. How much is it? If you don't mind me asking. It's four sixty to Homeland Security, a hundred to the AFM, and two hundred sixty Canadian to the local 
musician union. Per year? Yep. Okay. Cool. I hope you make more than that. <laughs> yeah, a couple... A uh, couple hundred more. A couple days on the Wonder Bus and I'm good. <laughs> You're doing sound for the Wonder Bus. <laughs> yeah. This thing's going on and on. And I feel like I could talk to you guys for hours, but uh, that's cool. Are you yeah. the main sound guy for the Wonder Bus? No, there's like five or six of us okay. that rotate in. That's all in your monitors, right? From what I've heard? Yeah. Cool. Yeah, everyone has the little Behringer Power Play plug-in. Kind of like what we just did, right? You got like headphones? Yeah. Yeah, like it's not wireless. You run them a wire and mm. then they plug in because cool. you can't really move much on the thing. Cool. Right on. The Wonder Bus shout out. Doing cool things. That was a COVID creation, right? Oh, I didn't know that. It was recent? Uh, I think it was. That makes sense. Maybe not. Yeah, I feel we like they started shows. We'll bring shows to right. people. Yeah. I always say I don't think there's any other city in America that would allow that to happen. Just a bus driving around making a bunch of noise <laughs> with like symbols, just like <laughs> a bunch of local bands around. and music that no, that no one's heard of. Now, yeah. have you guys played it? We, I we want to so bad. Like I, I think like, we will. I would rather like. There's something about that. That I would rather play the Wonder Bus to a bunch of randos than oh, like too. a show in front of like a hundred people. Totally. Like, yeah, it's just something new for me. Like I would love, I would love to do the Wonder Bus. That'd be like one of my favorite yeah, shows yeah. of all time. I, so, I, I want to like. Oh, go ahead. Chiming in, Evan here. Um, I would watch Mike's story. Evan, not on, in the band. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. You're the fifth member, bro. <laughs> yeah. So, Mike posted on his story. Like he's posted a few videos on his story about him setting stuff up for the Wander Bus. And there is this one video where they go underneath this overpass, and Mike is literally like putting his hand up on top of the ceiling uh, under the overpass as they're going under. Really? He, like ducks down. I they got you on the roof, funny. huh, Mike? Doing the sound? Yeah, it's on, You're on, the, it's the, upper on the top. Level. Watch your yeah. head. Yeah, the only thing I wish they would do um, is put the band's name. I know they got to make their money uh, yeah. and they got to do the promotions yeah, on the sponsors, bus, but yeah. you're really not getting any promo as a band doing that. But aside from your own, I've content. seen the band put their own banner on the back. Oh, cool! Though, they allow so that. You we'll just, just gotta, like bring. A, we'll put our name in every lyric. Like, I'm gonna bring uh, some spray paint or when we do it. <laughs> I'm just going to ready, set, survive with <laughs> yeah, spray yeah. paint. Yeah. See how they like us. No. Part, yeah. It seems cool. I'm 50-50 on it. I'm old, though. It seems like a lot of work, right, for a band? Uh, yeah, Being in a band is a lot of work. Right. So it's find like some play in there kind too. of normal. I, I feel like it would be it's totally... It's good content, too. Like you you got you to gotta give so much free content to your, cra- to your yeah. audience these days, and yeah. that's just another good form of it. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, I mean, you're not going to make a career out of playing Wonder Bus every weekend, but like, it would be a sick thing to do once. At least yeah. you could say you did what the no Spice Girls did. No one said you did. would, bro. Yeah. <laughs> I want to tour shopping malls across the U.S., but I think our booking agent would think that's the worst idea. The malls would not allow it, yeah. Well, there are outdoor malls, and sometimes they have bands playing, and I just think, like, I'm attracted to playing my music for people who have no idea who the heck I am, in just, like, mm-hmm. stupid situations like that. Like, at a pop-up thing. I don't know, you know? You still know. you still chasing the dream? I just st- want people to fall in love with the music that I love. Cool. Really, I think is what it is. But, yeah. It's not easy uh, being a local musician always, is it? No. Or maybe it is. I don't know. I mean, you do it because you love it. And uh, if any of us were here to become rich and famous, you know. That's it's tough. It's tough. It's getting very saturated. It's becoming like being a comedian is probably a little harder. Oh, it's harder. You know? I would imagine. But harder get- than a comedian? No, no, no. It's getting up there with like um, the level of disappointment you face day to day is getting close to the level a comedian faces. Have you seen that day-to-day. meme? Like all the streams you have to get to make, uh, is it a dollar as a musician? Have you seen that meme going around? No. It's like 600 Spotify streams, uh, 200 oh, iTunes, that's funny. Uh, musician, $1. Yeah. That's good. Like, I mean, it's a very hard business when you consider music's free. I mean, the whole streaming thing, it's like, is it worse than people downloading your music for free? Because <laughs> that's the alternative, isn't it? Is that I mean, like it's the Napster days yeah, or whatever. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So At it's like pick, pick your poison. Yeah, <laughs> and I mean, if bands have found ways to make their money. You know, you make your money through through merchandise. I mean, Grayscale is doing such a great job with that, where they literally have like developed their own clothing brand that has its own website, yep. its own Instagram page, and like 
you know, bands are slowly becoming like what what do you call it, Mike? Like cotton crunch. slingers. They're like <laughs> like traveling clothing, clothing lines. Cotton yeah. slingers. Like, like, I understand merchandise and the markup you can make. Yeah, but that's, like that's cool. At the end of the day, like we're gonna sell NFTs. NFTs, <laughs> great. <laughs> no, so let's he, just start focusing on everything but the music because there's no chance the music is going to make money. Own cryptocurrency that'll really get. <laughs> but we've we've all set ourselves up, and and maybe I, I'd like to think I'm speaking for everybody here, but maybe I'm not. But like we've all put ourselves in places where we make money doing things outside of summer years. Uh, so that we that also helps summer years. Yeah, yeah, well, it can help summer years, but that way we don't like the job that I have. I edit, I edit audiobooks, so, so I can take that on the road with me. So that if summer years makes exactly zero dollars on a tour, I'm still making money. Like summer years could make no money for the rest of its career, and I'd still be happy with it because you know I'm making enough money via right. other things to keep my head up and as long as i'm having fun with the band like the money's just like it's more of a byproduct totally but yeah i understand most musicians don't do it for the money i, I totally get well, that i mean and it's it's good to talk about this stuff for local musicians who are listening you guys put out a positive message you guys are, you know it's a passion of yours uh we've we've talked about that quite a bit so that's good man i think you guys locally legitimately are, are one of the best to do it in this pop punk genre. Thanks, Troy. You guys are all good. You're all on the same page. Congratulations on the new EP. Thanks, It's going to be amazing. I, I look forward to three more songs. Yes. And uh, have fun at the Casbah, dude. <laughs> we'll <laughs> we'll see you there. Yeah. Do you want to shout out the two bands, Wanted Noise and... Wanted Noise and Fra Eva. I Check them out. They're good. Yeah. Yep. yeah. Cool. Good friends of ours for a while, so it's nice to have them on our EP yeah. release. We go way back. Yeah. Go out and see these guys live. Casbah, Thursday, 8 p.m. doors? I think so. Yeah. yeah. We're probably on around 10.30. Get there early. Very cool. It's getting cold. <laughs> Nick's over there like this. <laughs> I'm, I just preserve my hands, you know? Like, it's like an yeah. automatic response. It's, I, I don't mind it. It feels nice. January but, uh, 2nd. I can't, this is beautiful. Yeah, it's, no, I'm loving this. It's not like uh, what my family up in Washington is experiencing, like 20 degrees, you know? Yeah. It's what, 55 now, maybe? Yeah. I ride a, a motorcycle day. everywhere, so I'm like, it's yeah. fine. Like, you layer up with the cold. It's like, yeah. you got to do what you got to do. But yeah. We live in a good place. Pleasure having you guys. Hope you had a good time. Uh, thank you guys for being here again. Yeah, dude. All the thanks best. Thanks for having you. us. Happy yeah, New Year. Of thanks course. for having us. And thanks for doing this for the local scene, for musicians. I don't know. I don't know how. Talk I, me up, bro. Dude, you, uh, no. We always say like for like how like how much work you do for this podcast and your band and you're a father. You must sleep like three hours a night because you you do it all well and we appreciate it. Thank you, buddy. I really yeah. appreciate it. A few new songs from Ready Set Survive coming soon. Adam Cisco. Oh, nice. That'll be fun. Good. Doing nice. guitar and vocals uh, this week, so sweet in Santee. I'll, I'm gonna do vocals in Santee, guitar at his house. Look forward to hearing it. Summer years, y'all rock. Thanks, bro. Thanks. Stream Troy. them on the Spotify. Yes. Make them lots of money. Thanks, Fender. Thanks, just, Evan. Just stream it and then leave your computer playing it. <laughs> <laughs> cool. We're out, Evan. Love you, buddy. Thanks for being here, dude. Thanks for having me. I really appreciate yep. it. Yep. Bye. Bye. Peace. This episode of Palapalooza is sponsored by Rock and Roll San Diego. Rock and Roll San Diego offers rehearsal rooms, video production, recording studios, lessons, rentals, repairs, and more. A big thanks to Shannon and the crew at Rock and Roll San Diego for teaming up with Palapalooza. Learn more at rockandrollsandiego.com. One, two, three, four. Palapalooza. Palapalooza. We're talking to you. I'm Palapalooza.